welcome to the Bee Podcast. My name is Amber Miller, and we are so excited to be here with you today. I'm here with Monica Steely and Sarah Godey, and we have been doing, um, uh, this month, we've been doing Be Good to Yourself. And in this month's series, we've talked about being honest, being content, and last week we've talked about being healthy, and we're going to continue that this week. Right, Monica? Yes, we are. Last week, uh, make sure that you go listen to it if you have not, because so this great. is part two of um, what it means to be healthy, mind, body, and soul. And we have an amazing guest with us today, again, that we had last week. And this is um, my wonderful, amazing friend, Tracy Hurst. She's a licensed professional counselor, an author, a speaker, and she just has the wisdom of the Lord in getting to the root mm-hmm. of what the causes and problems are when it comes to um, being unhealthy in our mind, body, and soul. And so last week we talked all about um, our emotions, and um, I'm going to let Tracy give just a quick recap, but we do want to um, encourage you to go listen to last week's podcast so that we can focus on like what it is to tie in the spirit and the body with being emotionally healthy. Mm-hmm. Well, first, let me just say I'm so honored to be back with you ladies. You guys are um, amazing women, and I love that we are just everyday, ordinary mm-hmm. women. <laughs> yes, we are. Amen. You know, I mean, later today, I'll be vacuuming my floors. You know, I mean, we are just everyday women, but we have an extraordinary God. Mm-hmm. Amen. And that's what we know, that we can be still and be free only because of Him. But our last podcast was you know, really focusing on that our life doesn't have to be perfect to be emotionally healthy, that, you know, we can be aware of our feelings, but recognize that our feelings and emotions don't have to dictate our life. That again, we can feel something, but acknowledge that God is greater And really process the emotion and think before we act. So there's so much material that we talked about. But again, emotional health is so important for Mm -hmm. us. But it's, it's so important because it impacts everyone else around us as well. Oh, gosh. Yes, it does. And as we talked about, there's such a correlation between the mind, body, and spirit that what we think impacts how we feel. Mm-hmm. And how we feel impacts our body. And I know that's where we're focusing a lot today mm-hmm. is that our body responds to our emotional stress. And this is not great news, but um, when we are stressed, ladies, we produce stress hormones. Now, the good news is this. Huh. It de- yeah, right? <laughs> I don't need any more so. of that. Uh, but what that stress hormone God created that so that when we are going through a hard time, okay, it helps us respond. For example, the fight or flight. We're familiar with that. Mm -hmm. When a lion enters the room, thank you, Jesus, fear enters my body and I run. (laughs) But you know what happens? And in our world, we are living in constant stress and we're living in the flight mentality even when there's no danger there. Mm, wow. And oh, so what's happening is we are producing these stress hormones that is tearing down our body. It's depleting our immune system. And when our body is weak, it greatly impacts our mind and our spirit. So our emotions are out of balance. Our work is out of balance. You know, we can look when one area, mind, body, or spirit is out of balance, the other two are impacted. 
And ladies, life just happens, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, it so does. It, yeah, I mean, thing and with our economy, and I know we can all share, but whether we're laid off from a job or a death of a loved one or we're going through a divorce or money problems or, ladies, even good stress mm. is stressful. Yes. Having a baby, getting married, good, good stress still plays a role on our body. And I think what I really want to communicate today and talk with you ladies about is that our bodies will tell us when something's wrong. Mm -hmm. So when we feel stomach pain, that may be a a symbol or a symptom. Maybe you ate something wrong, but maybe there's an emotional issue Mm. that needs to be processed. Yes. Wow, so true. I remember when I was in graduate school, and in the orientation, you guys are going to love this, they said, make no major life changes. <laughs> and I, I wrote that down. No major life changes. Well, I proceed to get married during that two-year period. You know? and, Slightly Because um, and, I thought, I'm good. I, I'm emotionally healthy. I'm good. And everyone else, that might be too much, but I can handle it. Of course, we're the exception to the rule. Always. (laughs) Always. Always. So I'm planning this wedding, and I, you know, am going to school, plus I'm working, okay? So, I mean, I am maxed out at all levels. And one day at work, I have this ear pain to the point where I'm, like, bending over in pain, okay? Mm -hmm. The ear pain is... So I call my ENT, I go in, and he says, your ears are fine, go to the dentist. I go to the dentist, and he looks at me, and he says, are you stressed? I said, no, I'm not. He said, well, what's going on in your life? And I proceed to tell him, and he <laughs> oh, said, I'm just getting married and <laughs> going to grad school. He says, Tracy, you are grinding your teeth at night, and your body's <gasps> trying to tell you to slow Crazy. down. Wow. Holy cow. So our body, I love that God created it to communicate to us because have any of you had that where you don't feel stressed, but your body, your body tells you? <laughs> I'm just thinking um, of I a woke story. up, yes, yesterday, yes. Um, I, um, this, okay, now that I'm thinking about telling this story, I'm worried that I'm going to sound crazy. <laughs> um, just know you are. Okay, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, when I was in college, I, and I've talked about this on a podcast before, I had dealt, I was dealing with some um, um, verbal and emotional abuse in my past, and um, it was kind of associated with the dance world that I was a part of, and um, I was dealing with an eating disorder, and so I was under a lot of emotional um, stress that, of course, I did not acknowledge. And um, I had gone to a counselor who told me, um, you know, that I really needed to to pay attention to what my body was telling me. I had been having, anytime I would get stressed about something, I would have dreams about this person. And um, he was saying, you know, you really need to acknowledge that and, and work on this or else it's just going to get worse and worse and worse, which of course meant I stopped going to counseling. I did not want to hear that anymore. <laughs> so um, uh, there was one day where I was in a dance class in college and I fainted in the dance class because I hadn't eaten anything. Wow. Um, and as I was passed out on the floor in my head, that person that always kind of came to my mind when I was stressed was standing over me telling me to keep doing passes, which is a, wow. a dance move where you like lift one leg and then lift another leg. And, um, 
And so um, I remembered feeling like hearing that person, seeing that person say that to me. And um, I found out later that they actually had called a doctor to come in when I was passed on the floor because they actually thought I was having a seizure because my legs were moving. Um, and I was actually doing wow. what no that way. person was telling me to do. Uh, it was totally yeah. cr- So that's when I started going to counseling to deal with it because wow. I was like, my, I was totally, my, my body was completely reacting to my mind and I had no idea that it was wow. such a strong presence in my life until that moment. And wasn't wow. God so good? I mean, I know, forgive me, I know that was very difficult, but I just see the goodness of God that basically brought you to the point to say, I love you Absolutely. so much, Amber, mm-hmm. that, that I'm going to show you that you need help so that you can get better. And right. I, can, I can 100% declare today that I am free from that. Um, God, God has worked miracles in my life, and I am now... I'm completely, completely free of that um, emotional and mental torment that I was going through. And it's all because of um, God's work in my life. Yeah. You know, I think as women, we need to acknowledge that what you shared, Amber, is not, um, it's very common. And depression's the common cold of mental health. Mm. And, you know, one out of three women in America are on an antidepressant. This is an epidemic of... And women who are not processing and are not emotionally healthy. And I love that we're doing this show mm-hmm. just to say, hey, when your body, when you, possi- you have back pain, you're extremely tired, you have a headache, you have high blood pressure, upset stomach, your body is, is speaking to you to mm-hmm. slow down and be. Wow. Yeah. Slow down and be and listen to your body and listen to what God would say that you need to work through. Because, Amber, God used your, I mean, it's amazing. He will show us. Mm. Right. Yeah, totally. And that happened to me. I had, um, I suffered through two miscarriages. And after the first one, I felt like God and I kind of worked through it. And I did not emotionally feel sad, but was physically experiencing a lot of symptoms such as insomnia, yet tired all the time, no energy to do anything. I was working out um, a lot and watching what I ate, but I was still gaining weight. And Mm. so I felt like I probably had some sort of physical issue that I needed to address. So I went to the doctor and she said, I think you're depressed. And she prescribed, prescribed me an antidepressant, which I have nothing wrong with and have since taken one. But at the time did not feel Mm. like I was depressed Mm. um, because I wasn't just, I wasn't walking around sad. Right. Um, But I went to, so I went to see a Christian counselor because I thought if, if I am experiencing these depression symptoms, I want to try to figure it out first. Um, And so I went to see a Christian counselor and she, the more time we spent, she said, your body is depressed and your body is experiencing symptoms of depression. And she told me about this book called when your body gets the blues and like some natural things to do as far as like getting fresh air and sunshine and Mm. like certain vitamins that when I did that, it really did make a difference. And then it just, but it was fascinating to me that my body was experiencing these symptoms of depression and stress when I did not mentally or emotionally acknowledge it. Right. Yeah, and I think we're seeing a, a world, and I'd love to hear your thoughts, ladies. We're seeing so many of us go and take medication, which helps us feel better, mm-hmm. but, but ultimately our bodies feel better, but our emotional health is still not where God wants it to be. 
And so taking the medication is great, but let's also, as you said, Monica and Amber, let's really process the emotions and let's let God heal us Mm -hmm. by being with him and being aware of our emotions because there is destiny. There are things that he wants us to do and lives that you know, we are to touch. And so Mm -hmm. as a Christian counselor, your stories are beautiful because not only did you get help for your body, but you also got helped with your mind by Mm -hmm. changing the way you think, which then helped you in your spirit life. So again, it's holistic Mm -hmm. mind, body, and spirit. We cannot treat one without treating the other two. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I think it's interesting that even in the Bible, Um, God treated all three. And you're aware of the story with Elijah when he, in 1 Kings, when he had his huge victory of calling fire down from heaven, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then he got this threat that Jezebel was going to kill him. He ran for his life and he he was depressed. I mean, he literally said, I want to die. Mm -hmm. Well, how God ministered to him was he provided a broom tree for him to rest under. He started with the physical. Then he sent angels to give him water and food, right, each Mm. day. And so once his body was more restored, then God said, get up and go to the mountain, where then he he heard God's voice and his mindset was changed. Mm. Isaiah or Elijah, why are you here? And so so his body was first. Then his mind changed, and guess what? Then his spirit got back on track, and he went and anointed Elisha and had many great years ahead of him. Mm. So we need to recognize that if God is going to heal his people holistically, then we need to do that ourselves. And I would say let's start with the physical. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and just you telling that story reminded me of all the times um, in the Bible when Jesus would like feed the people before Mm -hmm. he spoke to the people. Yeah, because he would address the physical need of like, we need to satisfy the the physical hunger so that they will receive the mental nourishment. Right. I love that. And uh, I think we need to recognize and we overlook these things that we need sleep. And ladies, we need more than men. We need you know, seven to eight hours every night. And let me or tell nine, you, Tracy, or nine, Tracy, or ten. Did you okay. say ten? Oh, I I'm pretty know. sure you just <laughs> said ten. I will push it. I mean, but you know, when I don't get sleep, you don't want to be around me. Oh, I mean, amen, impacts, sister. Our body impacts our relationship. Yes, it does. And I think that brings us back to some of the things we talked about early on and just learning how to be still. And one of the very first podcasts we did, we talked about learning to say no. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at some point, um, we really need to be able to recognize what we need to say yes to and what we need to say no to. And if we don't have time to nourish our body and then not to nourish our minds or our souls, we're really not taking care of ourselves. We're not being. Um, I think that's all part of the being process. And so we have to, and I've had to work really hard on this, that I create margin in my life enough to allow me to, to invest in myself in those ways, in realistic ways. You know, I have my moments where I'm like, man, I want to go work out for like two hours. But then I, there may be a day I only have 20 minutes, and yeah. I need to be okay with that also. Um, but we do have to get to a point where we make that a priority. Yeah. Yes. You know, that reminds me, Michael Hyatt, who um, used to be the CEO of Thomas Nelson Publishers, and now he's just a writer and a speaker and 
podcaster, blogger, but I read something he wrote one time, how he wakes up early in the morning and works, gets his devotion time and his workout done early in the morning. And he said, I have to be disciplined about that because it makes me more productive in my day and more mentally clear. And he called himself a quote, literary athlete that in order to produce the content that he needs to produce, he physically has to be well in order to do that. And that has, that really shifted things for me in regards to my own self because I, physical is the first thing I'll let go. Mm. I yes. will not, Me I, too. I will sacrifice working out time to have more time to do anything else. Uh. Um, because I, unlike Sarah, never crave working out for two hours. <laughs> like, and I was like, uh, <laughs> I, I do not resonate with that. <laughs> but it is important because in order to fulfill the calling or the purposes that God has for you, even just today, like our bodies have to be yeah. operating at full capacity to have the energy to do it. That's so true. true. There's a physical component to that as well, a clinical component, that working out is not just trying to lose weight or trying to, um, you know, just just be healthy. I mean, the be healthy component is so beyond that. It does so much for getting the, the oxygen and the blood to flow through the, the muscles. And it's so good for the heart. And my doctor... Um, as I have too struggled with a lot of emotional and physical issues over the last um, 10 years during this whole journey of discovering Be Still, Be Free, you know, she said working out 30 minutes a day is the same thing as taking a low-dose antidepressant, Mm -hmm. that it creates that much serotonin. And I think sometimes we don't give ourselves those little holistic uh, bits of medicine throughout the day to help us feel better. Mm -hmm. That's such a great point. Yeah, I mean, it relieves stress, it clears our minds, it releases endorphins. And, you know, I think we need to be aware that there are just, you know, eating, what we eat matters, you know. And so eating that salmon Mm -hmm. with the omega-3 fatty acids and adding more of those things in your into your diet absolutely increases your ability to think more clearly and plays a part. And so I agree with you. I also think getting lab work done and having a physical is so important Mm -hmm. that, you know, we may have a thyroid problem that's undiagnosed. Our hormones may be off or there may be something that we're battling in our body that we don't even recognize is depleting us physically and impacting our emotional health. Amen, sister. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll just tell a little story here. And I mean, I could make a whole 30 minute deal out of this, so I won't, um, but I, I went down that path, you know, kind of the same thing Monica was talking about where she went to her doctor and something's not right, but I don't feel emotionally depressed. And this kind of all started after I had my second baby and I went to one doctor, something's not right. He diagnosed me with one um, hormonal imbalance and put me on some medicines and, you know, it kind of made me feel a little bit better, but it never really took care of the problem. And I searched and I searched and I searched and there were days I'm sitting in the backyard and I, I couldn't get out of the chair. Like just literally the kids are playing in the backyard mm-hmm. and I had no energy to get out of the chair or days I can remember not having the energy to even do a load of laundry or mm-hmm. even thinking about cooking dinner and thinking what is wrong with me. Am I depressed? Is this what depression looks like? It's not what I would have thought depression looks like. Went to a holistic center here in Atlanta and said, listen, I've been to medical doctors. They're telling me there's nothing wrong with me. I'm telling you there is something wrong with me. But if by the time I leave here, you say it's truly an emotional depression, I will believe you. But if you tell me it's physical, I would tell you I would believe that even more because I just didn't 
feel depressed and mm-hmm. had even been tried to be put on antidepressants, really didn't have a lot of success with that. Um, Come to find out, had an undiagnosed thyroid issue, started treating that, found out I had endometriosis, had a hysterectomy, found out I had low estrogen, got started on a low-dose estrogen patch. And ladies, for the first time in 11 years, Addie is 11 now, and for the first time in 11 years, I feel like me again. And it has been a long journey. And there have been a lot of tears that have been shed and you know, my husband looking at me like I have three heads and, you know, (laughs) me feeling like a loser, just a complete loser. And that really is all part of what perpetuated the whole be still be free Mm -hmm. thing. It's me just sitting at the feet of Jesus on a regular basis and just saying, I can't, I cannot grasp that this is what you have for me because this does not feel right. There's something not right about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You weren't experiencing the abundant life. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tracy, can you give us a few um, practical applications for what it means to uh, be healthy physically in mind and and spiritually as well? Yeah. So in the body, again, I think what we've already talked about is sleep and exercise. You know, get a physical done. Um, Be aware of what your body's communicating to you. And I would say, secondly, as we look at the mind, we've already said that what you think affects how you feel and your feelings affect your body. And so, you know, taking time to be um, is so important to smell the roses and listen to the birds around you. And, you know, psychology often calls what I'm about to share with you, and we talked about it in the last podcast, they call it cognitive restructuring. But what the truth is here is what Romans 12, 2 is in the scripture when it says, don't do not copy the customs and behaviors of this world, but let God notice, let who God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And so what we need to recognize is there are faulty belief systems that we have about ourselves. There are lies that we believe. And so psychology would say we need to cognitively restructure that. Well, what God's word says is let God change the way you think. That when you read God's word and he tells you who you are in him, then that cancels out the lie. See, I believed for years that I was unworthy to be loved. Mm. And with that belief system, I acted it out by rejecting others before they rejected me. Mm. I acted out by people pleasing. And Mm. when I read the scriptures and I really realized God loves me, the word of God says I'm the apple of his eye. I went back to my belief system, that cognitive belief. faulty belief that I'm unworthy to be loved and I crossed it out and over it I put in red I am the apple of God's eye and once I began to believe that new thought guess what my actions changed Mm -hmm. and so again um, looking at how our mind and what we're thinking plays a huge part on our emotional health And you mentioned something. I think it was you, Sarah. I would say we need to set boundaries. Yes. Set boundaries with ourselves. What are we thinking? And, you know, as we talked about in the earlier podcast, if it's not 
of good report, then we need to stop Mm -hmm. and think upon what is of good report. And the second part is set boundaries with others. You know, one of the, one of the things I say often and people just look at me and, but it's so true. God has showed me that you, you have to say no to something or someone to say yes to God. Yes. And so my question is when we're looking at emotional health, who or what do you need to say no to, to say yes, to be with God? Mm. And it's worth doing that. I, that's the thing. I think some people know that's what they ought to do because I have been there. I know that's what I ought to do. That what I know I ought to do, I don't, right? Right, right. right. But it's so worth it. It's not easy at first, but doing it will become easier until you can really know. I, even if there are days I wake up and I'm like, I'm not doing anything for anybody today because I'm just going to rest in God. I know I'm having that kind of day and I know he's drawing me near to him. I would have never have done that 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Or you would have felt guilty about doing it. Yes. Yes, Versus exactly. recognizing that being still and being free, you will accomplish so much more for his kingdom purposes. <laughs> it's That's so true. Mm-hmm. And it makes no sense on paper, but it no all sense. shakes out in God's economy. But that's why Jesus told Mary, told Martha, that what Mary was doing was better because he knew it would feed her soul. He knew that's what she needed so she could go out and do all the other things that Martha was trying to do first instead of sitting at the feet of Christ first. Yeah, so the the big um, thing to communicate here, because I think Martha's get a bad rap, is be, (laughs) be first and then... Be Mary first and then be Martha. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know, sit at his feet, hear what he says, and then do what he says. Yes. That's right. Versus do what you think you should do and then go to God. Oh, I, oh, sorry, Lord. Was that not the right thing? Yeah. (laughs) You know, we have been, the three of us have been reading The Circle Maker, which is an excellent book. I would recommend to anyone. Oh, good. (laughs) Oh, it's so fabulous. Well, so awesome. Of One course. of the things that he says, he said it several times, um, you know, as far as I've gone, and um, it's just really stood out to me, is pray like it depends on God, but work like it depends on you. I love yeah. that. And it's so true. Mm-hmm. Like, we That's do, right. or we are supposed to be kind of a Mary Martha mishmash. Right. And that's what we yes. talked about one week about how when we're Mary first, the Martha will flow more naturally mm-hmm. with more anointing. Right. Yes. Well, and we also uh, talked about Martha was frustrated. She was emotional. She was, she was, she was frustrated. She was a little probably perturbed, maybe even a little angry, felt a little angst about what was going on. And Mary wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so setting boundaries, counting your blessings. It sounds so simple, but when we are thankful, you know, I always say, don't, do not obsess about your problem, obsess about your blessings. Yes. You know, shift it around because again, what we think about impacts how we feel. So if we're thinking about the problem, we're going to feel worried and how we're going to act out is we're going to try to control things or... We can think about what is good and lovely and true. Think about Jesus, that he's greater than everything, which will bring joy and peace, which will bring out the action of trust and rest. Mm -hmm. So, you know, our mind is so important. And that question, what am I thinking? mm -hmm. What am I thinking? And I think... Go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I thought you were pausing. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, I think an honesty moment is really important here because we we talked uh, a couple weeks ago about being honest and I think that as women, we are such critical thinkers, but we don't want to be honest about that. We think that we are justified and validated in all of our negativity and in all of our, um, uh, you know, problems and pointing the fingers and critical thoughts. You know, this person is making me feel this way. My husband won't do this the right way. The kids dot, 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 dot. But for me, I had to take a really big pill of honesty and admit that I was so caught up in a negative way of seeing life that I couldn't be positive. And so I had to really take capture my thoughts. I had, And it wasn't easy. Um, there was a lot of humility that came with that. And I still get caught up in that sometimes. I can be a very critical thinker, the way I'm gifted, the way I'm put together. Um, my husband and I, you know, he has to kind of keep me accountable, which isn't always easy. And sometimes I just have to say, man... I am so sorry, and I had a ma- I had a teacher, a coach, most influential person in my life as a junior high, high school kid. Um, she just called me out on it. I was in eighth grade. She's like, you are a very negative thinker, and we're going to change it. And so whether I was on the volleyball basketball court or we were in the classroom, if I said anything negative, she made me stop, and out loud I had to say two positives. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> awesome. that made a profound found impact on my life. So even now today, I do that. And we even do it in in the house, you know, okay, that's a negative thought. Now tell me two good things, Mm -hmm. whether it's about yourself or it's about somebody else. I need to hear you say two positives. So I think Tracy, you're right. You know, we have to, we have to focus on the blessings and not on the problems. You know what I love about that? I immediately heard mental pushups. Yes. You know, when someone does something wrong, you know, drop down and give me two. And so when a negative thought is spoken, stop, give me, give me two positive thoughts. You oh, know, two, man, that's good. Mental push-ups, And we, we need that in our life. Me too. You know, and I think we need to recognize this is, it's normal that we're going to struggle every day. But again, we, we cannot control the emotions that come, but we can declare Amen. God's truth and mm-hmm. we can choose what we're going to do with that emotion. And so, and what we think, we can choose that. So the thought may come in, and we cannot control the thought that comes in, but we do choose whether we're going to receive it or reject it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tracy. And we need to do a lot of rejecting, don't we? Yes. Listen. (laughs) On a minute-by-minute basis, a lot of times. Me too. Yes. Yes. Oh, Tracy, do you have any other um, practical applications for um, your mind before we move on to your spirit? Well, just lastly, a couple of things, and I'll just mention them, but journaling is phenomenal. You know, just to get your emotions out, like we talked about the last podcast, stuffing our emotions is is an extreme that's so unhealthy, mm-hmm. and that and de- leads to depression. Depression is anger turned inward. Mm-hmm. So get your emotions out. If you have a lot of anger, write a letter, but don't send it. And what I love about that is I have clients do it, is that you're not worried about what the other pe- person will feel or think. Yes. That it can just be a, a letter. And when you're done, you shred it, you burn it, you throw it away. (laughs) But it is for you and you alone. 
Yes. And it's, it's, it's a powerful exercise to do. I would say make room for fun. Make room for fun. Get those girls' night out. Do the giggles. <laughs> and, you know, if you're stuck in your mind, get, seek help. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. it's okay. Tracy, do you have any practical applications for our spiritual health? Yeah. You know, it, when it comes to our spirit, um, I think one of the most important thing, and I know you ladies will agree, is to surround yourself with people of faith. Yes. Mm-hmm. Surround yourself with people who believe with you, who will um, hold you accountable in love, because who we hang out with matters. And most of us know this statistic, but, you know, the people we hang out with today determine who we become in five years. Yeah. And I think that's why we, we're seeing, you know, the importance of who we hang out with. So I would say spiritually, get around women who believe God. Get around women who can think positively and can walk out life. Of course, be in God's Word. Mm-hmm. You know, every day, just as we, you know, when we're done wearing our clothing, we put it in the washer. I would say every morning and every night to wash ourselves in God's word, mm-hmm. allow him to cleanse us, allow him to heal us and be in his word. Mm-hmm. Another spiritual key is worship. Even when you don't feel like That's it. Huge. That's so good. I mean, there are times, ladies, I'm going to be real with you, where I have not, I cannot read the word. I cannot say anything. All I can do is play worship and lay on the floor. Have you been there? Oh, yes. yes. And, you know, I, I think to recognize that worship, okay, and spending time with God, it's going to look different every day. Mm-hmm. And, but to be with him and allow him to direct you. And if all you can do is lay on the floor and raise your hand while worship is playing, that's being with God. That's right. Oh, amen. Yeah. And Ask for prayer. Another spiritual thing. Ask for people to pray with you and pray over you. And lastly, I mean, when I'm struggling spiritually, read the Psalms. Because in the midst of your trial, there is no one greater than King David who will complain and, and, and cry and talk about where's my hope. But at the end of every psalm, he always comes back and declares that God yes. is his refuge. God is his strength. And what I want to say to us ladies is we will feel emotions. But when the emotions come, we can still declare God's word that brings hope and brings faith So in the midst of this struggle, make sure that you're in the scriptures and acknowledge that he alone is the lifter of your head. Absolutely. Oh, so awesome. Tracy, you are just such an inspiration. We have loved having you on the podcast. Um, Please come back. And we will have you again because offline (laughs) we did already come up with a few other podcasts that we want to do with Tracy. Um, so thank you so much for your wisdom. Um, Sarah and Monica, it's always a pleasure. You guys are awesome. Uh, Tracy, would you pray us out today? I would love to. Father, we thank you, God, that you have um, been with us today. And Lord, I pray for any woman that may be struggling, God, in her mind, her body, and her spirit. Father, will you strengthen her today? Lord, you say in Isaiah 40, 28, do you not know, have you not heard the Lord, the creator of the universe, never grows weary nor faints, for he gives power to those who are weak and understanding when we are searching for it. So, Father, I pray, 
Lord, that you would encourage your women today. Lord, that when they are weak, you are strong. Father, I pray, Jesus, that you would help us, Lord, to process our emotions and yet acknowledge that you're greater. Father, will you help us, Lord, to take care of ourselves, Lord, that literally there are things that you have for us to do here on earth. Help us to, Lord, the Word of God says to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Help us as women to love ourselves, mind, body, and spirit. And so, God, we thank you for being everything that we need today. I thank you for this podcast and these amazing women to sit with and be with today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.